Hey, you doing? Welcome to the latest and greatest of the Honest Modern Dating Podcast. With me, your boy, uh, some form of hairy giant. My name is Harvey Hook, and I'm going to be talking to you today about the concept of intuitive loving. The other day, I was at the gym, and then was at the gym. I I often let my mind wander. And if you've ever let your mind wander, it's often usually when you create the most amazing ideas or realizations or crystallizations or condensations or any kind of ation. And I started to realize that a lot of what I do is about intuitive loving. It's about helping people understand and learn that they themselves at an intuitive level already instinctively know how to love and how to connect with themselves because and and also connect with other people because and if you've heard in the past I've often talked about things happen automatically you would intuitively know what to do but it was the word intuitive that sort of came together and helped me sort of realize that that's really what's going on. So I sort of I sort of want to talk about intuitive loving in this episode. And I want to talk a little bit about my healing and the whole process that I've sort of gone through as well because the two are very well interlinked. When I was a lot younger and I was single and figuring out the whole dating and relationship world and just throwing myself under the proverbial bus as often as I could. Uh, because that's what I thought what you had to do. I was like, well, you got to go out there and meet people only for later on me to realize it's like, no, you don't. You just got to live your life. Well, one thing I observed in my dating life was and my romantic and intimacy and all that sort of stuff was that when I learned something in my love life, it often really impacted my life as a whole. And when I learned something in my life, it often impacted my love life as a whole. So that's often why I'm you could consider me both your life and love coach. And I call my six-week program currently the life-slash-love transformation because those two are very well interlinked. But let's let's talk about really why this happens and if you were a fan of my stuff and more specifically a fan of my stuff in 2019 you will realize that a lot of the stuff I talk about is this little little concept called letting go now this letting go concept is about surrendering to your emotions it's about knowing your feelings and allowing them to happen and you know what? I am proud to say that this letting go process not only has personally transformed my own life but and uh, and um, in, in ways just outside of my relationships as well, like in a bunch of ways, but also the clients that I work with, not only on a romantic level, but people I work with, but even on a financial level. It's like when we let go of stuff, we allow ourselves to be truly who we are, and usually that's worthy of love, worthy of money, worthy of a whole bunch of other stuff. So really, at the end of the day, when you learn to live intuitively, and in this case, love intuitively, It's trusting yourself, you know, that you don't really have to focus so hard on making things happen, is that you are living in the moment. And I find one of the biggest killers for this can be a sense of pride. And I mean that really honestly, that some people, they're so proud of something that they've done, that they hold on to it, and not only do they stop it from happening again, they stop it from growing. So pride is one of those biggest killers of your intuitive living, intuitive loving, because we stop ourselves from doing whatever we did in the first place to create it. 
You know, often we didn't create something because we were proud of something. We created something because we wanted to create it. It was just within who we were. And so this is the interesting thing is that I often say that self-love is not a bubble bath. It's the same thing with that. Intuitive loving also comes from intuitive self-loving. When you take the self the self out of self-love, when you look at yourself and you realize, yeah, I'm pretty okay. Because, and I say this motherfucking because, there is, there really is a lot of self-help stuff that is out there that is trained and taught and focused on the fact that you have to really do something. And we are hypnotized into thinking that we have to do something. Now, the irony is I'm telling you to do something, right? I'm telling you to look at your goddamn feelings. But why do we look at our feelings? Why do we pay attention to them? We pay attention to them because when we look at them, we release them. When we allow ourselves to feel them, when we surrender to them, we stop fighting them. Now, I want you to picture right now I want you to picture right now, and I'm going to tell you a story of my own personal healing, but I want you to picture right now something that you've struggled with or a dilemma or a thing that you've just had been going on for a while. Because often, things that it's like life, love, all of that, it's often like something that's completely unrelated to whatever you're struggling with is usually the case. So if you haven't noticed, I've started producing a hell of a lot more videos recently. And this has been directly in proportion to a lot of emotional things I've let go of. I realized that there was, I had a security blanket around my video content production that I had to do one a week. And and that was so at least I felt like I was doing something. I had a planning session every week. I'd sit down on Sundays, plan every Sunday. But what did that do? that allowed me to have a construct to live my life, but through creating that construct, I was limiting my life. This is why often a lot of people will come to me and they'll, they'll say it and they'll say, hey, you know, what I like about you is you, is, is you think outside the box. Something I say back to them is that's the problem. You think there's a box. But sometimes we create these boxes without even realizing. So here's a fun fact about me. Here's a fun fact, and and I've only ever revealed this to some people that I've worked with and my partner and um, some personal close friends, but now I'm revealing it publicly on podcast number, I don't know. <laughs> but I've, I come from a family of thinning hair. I come from a family of thinning hair. And I've been taught at a young age, you got to freak out about your hair. you got to worry about it because if you don't worry about it, it's not going to look good. It's going to be bad. You'll lose it. Now, as I'm telling you the story, replace thinning hair with something because we've all got something. Anyway, that's why I grew long hair. I grew my hair long. If you saw last year, I had long hair because, well... I did a hair regrowth program that worked at the start, but then started to fade a little bit. In fact, it didn't really fade a little bit. It just returned to normal. Normal being that whatever it was before. Now, I had this thing, and I had it in my head that if I ever cut my hair, that would be terrible because it would show how thin it was. But then eventually... I was starting to get really frustrated with this. This tossing and turning, I really wanted to cut my hair, but I couldn't because I was afraid 
that really caught up with me. And it really was such a emotional struggle. But it's funny because it's funny because, you know, we live in a world, right? And there's these there's children starving in Africa. And here I am talking about hair problems. But problems come in all shapes and sizes, don't they? And it's a problem like this that can help and stop you from living your life and and expanding to who and whatever you are meant to be. So sure, I'm privileged to say this, but fuck it. That's where I'm in my life right now. So what happened was, was eventually I just got so, I, I let it go. I allowed myself to feel my anxiety around my hair. And in the next few days, I was like, I have to cut my hair. At the time, I didn't, I didn't want to spend money on a haircut, so I cut it myself. People were like, wow, that's a really good haircut. And a few weeks later, I was like, it's got too long again. I'm going to cut it myself. Then I looked in the mirror and noticed that that was, I was more, it's funny because emotion, it's, it's, this is why people are like, oh, I don't want people to look at my looks. And I, and I will yell and scream at everyone be like, your looks are always an impression of who you are at a, at a, at a deep level. But I looked in the mirror and noticed I looked more like me than I had in a while. That it was sort of like the me that I looked like when I was like 18, 19, before people started telling me that my hair was going to thin. And I believed them. Sure, my hair is thin. But then I started cutting it in ways that I used to do when I was 18, 19. It's like I was so good at it then. And how funny is that? We often... We're good at things and we, we listen to someone else and then we stop doing those things that we were good at. And stop doing those things that, honestly, well, we started doing things that confused us. That stopped making us worthy of love. So, it's funny because then, that was also around the same time I simultaneously let go of a lot of stuff around my videos where I was like one a week. And it all worked together where I was like, I look good. I gotta make more videos. People gotta see this. <laughs> But that's the shit that happens. And so it all comes together in this weirdly synchronistic way. This is why I say over and over and over and over again. And if you're listening, if this is the first time you're listening to this, God damn it, just press that subscribe button. And if not, who cares? Whatever. But the thing is, this is why I say you can't speed the process up. You can't speed it up. Because... The process itself is meant to be light speed. It's meant to be you have an idea, you create it, you go there, you want to find love, bang, the next day you meet someone. All this drama, all this gobbledygook, all this stuff that we tell people that it's like, holy shit, we are where it has to take time. Or it has to take hard work. Complete and other bullshit. It might take hard work. It might but hard work for hard work's sake is someone mentally masturbating themselves just to be like, this is going to get me there. The amount of times I meet guys who are like, they're like, I have to go out to meet a girl. I have to go out to a bar. And then they're single. Then they go do the thing again. But they never realize that they were worthy of love. Then I work with people who are like, you know, it takes time to work to get money. Then I help them let go of the feeling it takes time. Bang! Within a week, they've made like 12 grand. And I'm like, huh, you don't say. Mm, I wonder how this all connected. So it all fucking connects to your goddamn emotions. It all connects. And if you think you have to do something, even your thoughts, 
it's like thoughts, feelings, same thing. We can call it, we can call it the vibrations, general, general thing. It's all goddamn connected. It's all goddamn connected. The only thing that's stopping you from moving forward is you. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> all the things, the thoughts that we have that we think we have to go through something, but it's the emotions that we have. It's the emotions that we have, those, the things that we haven't let go of. The insecurities, the thoughts that we have, the feelings that we're like, oh, but this takes time. This will never happen. Usually, usually it's something that we, 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 we haven't even named. It's like something we've suppressed for such a long time. I, I think I had a thought the other day that I let go of something around, um, around friendships and I realized it was, I, I, like, it was like the first probably person I tried to make a friend with in like kindergarten or something like that and they didn't want to be friends with me and I didn't understand it and I held on to that like, I don't understand this, which then fueled me to become a dating coach because I was like, I don't understand this, I have to figure this out. But it was only through surrendering that and feeling that I don't understand this feeling did I let go of that. And then like since then, it's like these things are so deep, right? There's always something to let go, but these things are so deep. Bang. Then all of a sudden I walk around. It looks like everyone wants to be friends with me. I go to the gym today. It's like, it's like I'm talking to everyone. Normally I don't talk to the people at the gym. These things are constantly evolving and it's really funny because, and I see this over and over again, something recently happened to one of my clients as well. It's like our mind is this beautiful, amazing problem-solving machine. It always has the answer, and usually it has the perfect answer. But sometimes we can't see it because we're blocked from seeing it because we're trying to make something happen. You know, the common thing that I see in love life, people, a lot of people are trying to make their love life happen. They're like, I want this person to be the one, but they choke onto them so, they hold onto them so hard that they choke themselves and their hands hurt and they, they, they stop themselves from holding on and experiencing the next, the next thing. So it's like, it's really funny because again, I see this in my clients, right? Once we let go of something, bang, all the lessons that they were meant to learn, that they deeply knew, right? They deeply knew start coming out. This is why when I talk about relationships on, on, on YouTube, right? Or all this sort of stuff, like at a deep level, you're probably like, this is new. But also at a deep level, part of you probably recognizes it to be true. Why? You recognize it to be true because you recognize it because you already goddamn know it. So my job as a coach is not to be like, do this, touch this, all that sort of stuff which is what I used to do. You know, when I was touring the world, coaching guys, I would be in a bar or in a, on a fucking date. I would lift the guy's hand, put it around the fucking girl and be like, there you go. And then suddenly they're kissing and it's like, no one fucking knew. And guess what? No one fucking learned. They learn, the, they get the experiences, right? But we've already had enough experiences. Have you been dealing with people your whole life? Yes. Same thing with money. Have you been dealing with money your whole life? God damn yes. Have you been experiencing have you been experiencing your emotions for your whole life? Fucking yes. So you don't need to learn more. Maybe and here's the thing, when you let go, you probably will go out of your way to learn more. You know, and that's where it's really fun because sometimes I meet people who just genuinely haven't had the right experiences. But when we let go, when we're on a call together, when we let go, when we're doing the six-week program or whatever we do, right? When we, when they let go, then I can tell them how it works and they are like a sponge. But until then, 
It's almost like we need to get more and more and more because we're incapable of learning. It's like we need to consume a thousand books because the first book that we read that had the answer, we couldn't see it. Or someone needs to sleep with a hundred people. Why? Because the first person that they slept with that would help them feel like that they were enough, that they were sexy, they couldn't goddamn feel it. So they needed the, they needed to overconsume. It's the same thing with people that overeat. Same shit, right? Same goddamn shit. And I fucking repeat this over and over again. You let go of the reasons why you eat or the emotions why you eat. You stop eating. (laughs) It's so goddamn simple. But yet no one's fucking doing it because they tell themselves it takes goddamn time. My personal experience with eating. One day I decided to let go around my eating habits. To feel it. To feel reasons why really funny. I got like food poisoning within a week. I think that was the week that I um, didn't do the podcast. I, I Part of me was like, did I really get food poisoning? Or was this all the emotions and feelings and pain that I had around eating that I had for su- for like such uh, such a long time that I never looked at? Look, probably little column A, little column B. Some people call it manifesting. Some people call it you did it yourself, whatever. Like, Really, again, let's let go of what we call it. It's like, you'll find these things happen synchronistically. And then it was so funny. I did a blood test because I was in pain. And like, because I was I was sick, I had food poisoning. And then the blood test came back and it was, I had an increase in lipase, which if you don't know what lipase, I didn't know what it was at the time. I had an increase in lipase, which is the fat burning hormone. <laughs> I was like, I, want, I, I also let go of the thing because I was like, I want to lose fat. I want to lose fat. I want to lose fat. Let go of that. It's like now I've been losing fat. Not because I want to, but because it's in my fucking birthright. So true love, love, anything you fucking want in your goddamn birthright. If you want it, here's the fucking truth, right? And then I'll say these last few points and then we're going to wrap up this podcast because I've yelled at you enough for now, <laughs> but there will be more yelling in the future. Um, now I completely lost my train of thought, right? Um, okay, so first of all, f- point number one. If you're desiring it, it's because a deeper part of you knows that there is something in it for you. Hands down. A lot of people fight their desires. It's okay to desire something. It's okay to desire something. If you desire fitness because you want it to be fit because your body knows either you're destined to be fit or the process of being fit, is there something for you there? If you are destined to be loved, if you desire love, that means that there is destiny for you to love or it it is in that process that you are going to learn something about yourself. You'll let go of something to get closer to yourself. Now, the reason why I say destiny, I say destiny not like it's a pre-written destiny, but I say destiny because it's in your fucking DNA. Like, it's it's part of who you are. It's your authentic self. You know, little boys, little girls, they, they grow up to be whoever they're meant to be. They're naturally, organically who they are until someone tells them to be something that they're not. Now, the second thing I'm going to say is let go of your goddamn desire. Surrender to feeling it. Right, Because when you let go of your desire, you stop desiring it, you start moving towards it. It's powerful. 
So anyway, thank you so much for what, listening to this podcast. If you did like it and you want more, make sure to check out my six-week program. It's the most amazing thing in the entire fucking world. I can't believe it. It's amazing. I love it. And I've never worked with someone that I don't think is cool. So if you're cool, just letting you know, well, that's a great way to find out. So thank you so much. If you if you did like this podcast and there's anything you want to hear a podcast on, feel free to hear me. Uh, send, shoot me up an email at harvey at gethooked.com or you can message me on Instagram at gethooked.com. Please, if you're going to message me, send me more than fucking hi, right? Don't be like, hi, and then expect me to lead the goddamn conversation. I will lead the conversation, because that's me. I, I don't give a shit. But help me out, please. <laughs> it really helps. So thank you so much. You're a beautiful person, even if you don't believe it. And uh, thank you for being thank you for being you. Because if you didn't do it, who would? All right, talk to you soon.